Oh yeah, just in case you forgot, it's Wednesday. At least while we're recording this. You might be listening Thursday. It's a day that ends in Y. And it's time for some quarantine content. Brad, hit the high point. Oh, my man, you killed that one. What's up? It's Back to Recover. I'm Micah. It's Brad. Can you believe that anticipation? That was pretty good, huh? That was really good. Really good. Thank you. Thank you. I've been practicing. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Backdoor Cover, the sports podcast where there are no sports happening. Uh, I'm Micah. That's Brad. We're about to talk about some sports. There's some things that are happening, some things to talk about anyway. Maybe we should figure out if we should start watching classic games or doing something something else. I don't know. You know, what, so let us know what you talk think. about soon. So the the Jordan documentary we talked about that'll be something we can oh, talk yeah. about every week. Uh, that's that's uh, April nineteenth, I think. Yeah, and the draft either right before it or right after it, but we'll have that to talk about. So there's some actual sports things to discuss coming up. So we don't have to go all the way into the uh, the sports archives to talk. But well, if you have other if you have other things that you want Brad and I to talk about, hit us. Uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at Michael Weiner M I C A H W I E N E R. Uh, Brad, how can the people find you? Bradley B. Key on Instagram, although I'm fairly trash uh, in terms of, of uh, using the platform. Okay. I'll respond to you if you if you hit me up, but I don't post a whole lot. So cool. I don't get notifications, so if, if it takes me a day or two to get to you, don't don't be offended. Uh, and, of course, you can Why well, is that because you get so many notifications, Michael? I turned them off for my sanity. Because uh, you get so much, right? That's correct. If you want to call You're our so hotline... Popular? The other way, you can give a hot take or give us some ideas. 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. That's the backdoor cover hotline. Ask us a question. Leave us a take. Go after another caller. Should we start right with the hotline? or? Uh, I think we ought to. Yeah, go ahead. While we've queued it up here. 800-392-6344. Brad, play that ready? first hotline call. What's up, Backdoor Cover? It's Will from Michigan. Uh, currently not in Michigan, but uh, at an undisclosed location, riding out this coronavirus. Uh, obviously, it's pushed back a lot of sports, including the Masters, which will now be taking place the same weekend as Georgia uh, hosting Tennessee in the fall now for college football. So there's talk about the greatest crossover event of all time, College Game Day, showing up to Augusta National now as that is when the Masters is going to be played. Nobody's uh, talking about pretty this. Pretty exciting. Maybe something positive <laughs> to get out of this. But, uh, man. There's no talk of this. Uh, just like to hear you guys' takes. Maybe uh, whether or not you guys think this is going to happen. I know you guys have already talked about the college football season and the potential for what might happen. But, uh, yeah. Peace. Well, I thought that was a pretty intelligent, smart call, Mike. What are you talking? I about? don't. But thanks for calling, Will from Michigan. By the way, Will from you think Michigan, that's a deep dive from like Reddit or what? Like, why yeah, don't you? Why get, are you not giving this credit? I'm not getting anywhere near this, so we're not going to worry about that. Uh, I disagree. Will, I think it's happening. Will from Michigan reached out to me on Twitter uh, this week, and okay. I noticed that he didn't go to me from at Will from Michigan. He came to me from a burner account. It's called Will from Michigan's burner account. Oh, and he's I, going Kevin Durant on us? Yeah, I'm very confused by it. He said, hey, producer Mike, I want to talk some college football recruiting. And I just said, why do you have a burner account? Um, so whatever that means. I don't want to talk college football recruiting, but if, if you do, call our hotline, 800-392-6344. 
Let's talk about some sports. I, I don't. I, don't I just talk. also I'd like to point this out. You too have burner accounts. That's true. So just say, just letting you know. Just keeping you honest. That's all. Uh, you know what I did today, Brad? Tell me. About I listened it. to Tom Brady on Howard Stern. He did a two-hour interview on the Howard Stern show. Uh, do you want to hear some of the mug- nuggets, some things that happened during this interview? Are you going to play the sound clips, or are you going to tell me about? No, them? No, no, I'm not going to play the sound clips. I'll just okay, good. Yeah, tell me about the, tell me about them. Tom Brady believe. By the way, he said almost nothing super insightful or newsworthy or interesting. Uh, he didn't blow your mind with like Coca-Cola insider trading stuff or anything. No, obviously. it wasn't anything uh, too crazy. But okay. uh, he said that he knew before the beginning of last season that he thought it was going to be his last year in New England. For whatever that's worth. Okay. Uh, he claims he doesn't care about legacy. But, I mean, I who knows about that. It's easy to not care about legacy when you're the GOAT. He claimed that uh, Kobe Bryant had a significant influence in his life. I believe that. Uh, the one thing is I've never heard Tom Brady really interviewed for this long. So it was kind of insightful. Uh, he talked about getting marriage counseling with Giselle. He said he was being huh. a bad uh, partner two, two years ago or something. Uh, I mean, whatever. Uh, Brady says he doesn't see race with his teammates. He's never been self-conscious about being a white guy. It was a weird question, but... Uh, Brady. I think ta- I think um, Howard Stern's amongst the greatest interviewers of a generation. Sometimes I think he is he really, is, really incredible. Sometimes he isn't. I I listen to this. You know, he Stern knows nothing about sports. He 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 yeah. will readily admit, like he doesn't follow it. He'll go to a Knicks game or something because they're fun to sit courtside with, be a celebrity. But he knows nothing about sports. So when he talks to these sports figures, like he can't really get into it, and it's. It's you just, can't relate. It's a weird conversation. They're just a little strange. Huh. But uh, he just he talked about his relationship with, with Donald Trump because uh, Brady met Trump after he won the Super Bowl in 2001. And Brady, uh, Trump asked him to be a judge for the Miss, Miss uh, USA competition. So a single Brady was like, <laughs> hell yeah, count me in. <laughs> and then Stern and Brady both talked about how Trump asked them both to speak individually at the uh, Republican National Convention. They both turned it down. That was kind of uh-huh. interesting. Uh, we talked about Derek Jeter's house, and yes, he, uh, Brady has confirmed that he's living in Jeter's house. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah. This giant no fucking house there. in Tampa. Uh, he... Stern tried to get all sorts of stuff out of him, but Brady said basically nothing interesting uh, about mm-hmm. that. Brady, oh, hang on one sec. I just unplugged my headphones. Brady should know that he's no longer under uh, Belichick's thumb. He can say whatever he wants now. Yeah, he also, just like, you know, you and Tom Brady share a lot, Brad. Uh, he doesn't lift heavy weights anymore. He just Is that right? focuses, yeah, that was me calling you a bitch, on uh, functional yeah. strength. And uh, he also follows a strict nutrition, but he does allow himself to indulge every once in a while. He weighs about 230, he says. You need to do your research, Micah. He I uses do a lot sets of, resistance of six bands. with heavy weight. I'm a heavy weight guy. Uh, you're a bands guy. You're, you're using those TO cables. Uh, he does a lot of, <laughs> much like your grandfather, he does a lot of pool workouts, which is just funny. Pool uh, workouts? 
Let's see. Pool, like pulling or pool, no, like, like in a, a pool. pool, like like your grandparent. Uh, Bra- like, okay. Brady says that he would let his kids play football. And uh, that's that was kind of it. So there's some interesting Got things. Got it. There's two hours with a man we've never heard say anything interesting. And he didn't really say too much that was interesting. but He ascribes to geriatric workouts. Uh, hey, Drew Brees was on the Ellen show. <laughs> okay. And he what said, he doing? quote, the American people need sports right now. That's true. I Well, at least I do. I'm speaking for myself. Sports would be so cool. Yeah, Drew's giving $5 million, Him and his wife are giving $5 million uh, to help Louisiana get through the coronavirus pandemic. Mm. And Ellen, They're going to need it. Ellen is famously from New Orleans, so that's that's the connection there. Okay. Did you see the Falcons and the Bucks New Jerseys? No. Uh, Tell me about you it. You should Google it because they look, they're actually quite similar. Um, Tampa's Tampa has three jerseys, a white, a red, and like a slate, a gray. Is that what you would call that? You still there, Brad? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Oh, it's uh, called this All Pewter. For the color rush. They do look pretty similar, actually. And Atlanta now has jerseys that say ATL across the chest. Uh, they have a black, a red, a white, and a, a throwback sort of collection, which is black with white pants. And those are clearly the best ones. The new ones are tr- 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 trash. Uh, the, the red ones. ones Dirty Bird era. Yeah, the red ones kind of like the start red and then fade down to black, like around the gut of the offensive lineman, which is weird. Um, a gradient. They're the 1966 throwbacks, which are tight. Hmm. First uh, Falcons redesign in 17 years. I feel like the Bucks redesign their shit like all the time. But I mean, if you're going to start yeah. selling Tom Brady jerseys, you might as well uh, might as well start you know printing up some new ones. Yeah, it's about that time. People are going to be buying them some Brady jerseys. But, yeah, the Atlanta, the ATL are trash. I'll just say it. Um, you don't like ATL on the chest? Yeah, I think I like Tampa's better. So They're okay. Oh, I think I just t- tend to like the Falcons jerseys better than the Bucks, but, eh, they're both they're both just meh. I Yeah, yeah, they're pretty meh, that division. Uh, okay, I read something that one of – which one uh, – uh, what's the guy, the coach of the Ravens, uh, Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, Yeah, uh, was freaked out about espionage and people stealing because, <laughs> you know, I'm sure everybody's read about these stories about Zoom bombing. Have you heard about Zoom bombing, Brad? Yes, but tell me about it, please. Yeah, well, basically the, the Zoom platform that everybody's using to do video chats. The video conferencing, yeah. Yeah, is, is like famously not secure. And people are hopping into other people's Zooms. And, uh, oh, and it Harbaugh's concerned. Zoom He's bombing. pirated. And of course, because pro football players are all, or coaches are all fucking psychos, uh, he's concerned that there's that there's espionage going on. and that so If you don't think Bill Belichick is sitting in his underwear at home watching your fucking Zoom conference, you're crazy. Because I guarantee you he's doing it. He's wearing just a hoodie and no underwear. That's what he's doing, watching your Zoom video conference. Guaranteed it. Well... The uh, you know, this is a group of notoriously, uh, notoriously, uh, you know, paranoid psychos, and because uh, they're all fucking cheaters. Well, well, perhaps 
<laughs> I mean, league sources. Well, the league is now uh, bulking up their safeguards for the draft. Uh, uh-huh. League sources say that there will be multiple tests for the system prior to the draft, which begins April 23rd. And the NFL is planning to build several safeguards to cover teams in the event that internet connection cuts out or some other technological glitch affects a team's pick. One safeguard will be a conference call with all 32 teams that will be in progress throughout the draft. Hypothetically, if a general manager is hooked up to the call via landline and his internet connection cuts out, he would be able to call and unmute the call to announce his pick. In which what every do you other think team the chances of internet going out in a building? Email is another option teams will have for sending picks if they are online connection issues. As of right now, the NFL is not considering officially adding time for teams to make picks, nor is it likely that the league will take the suggestion of Steelers general manager Kevin Colbert to give teams additional picks. I don't, I don't understand that. Uh, but sources have they sources said the yeah, league would be flexible in allowing teams that were working on trades to have enough timing of technological issues to delay the process. If a league is aware of two teams negotiating a trade, work with them to make sure they had enough time to complete the allotted deal. Are they going to just do like a video feed of the the team making their pick, or are they going to have like the commissioner come on and make the picks like he doesn't? No, the commissioner does. will be like, I wonder, making will be yeah. announcing the picks. But okay, I mean, he so, may be and in then his they'll own, have like he may be in his own basement. Nobody. Really do you think knows. they'll use the video from Zoom as a piece of the production quality, like a, as a piece of no. the, the show content? I mean, who knows? Gotcha. Who knows? Another concern that's emerged in recent days: some coaches and front office staff are reluctant to have their IT employees in their homes to prepare for the technology needed for the draft over fear of coronavirus. Some mm. IT employees have also expressed concern about going into other people's homes. To which I would just say, you know what, if you're the IT guy for the Atlanta Falcons and the coach says, I need you to come over to my house and install, you know, better Wi-Fi or whatever, you, you got to do that. Pretty sure you're going to do that. You can't just be like, I'm sorry, because they're going to find someone else who's going to do that. It's pretty much the only job that you can do right now, so better do the job while you yeah, got a job. Yeah, the single most important thing money. that you can do. Uh okay so there's there's your uh, NFL draft news here some let's stick with some more NFL there's there's a couple other stories here okay Jameis Winston who's an idiot uh, as we all know <laughs> Jameis Winston says it's an honor to be replaced by Tom Brady wow he was asked by Fox News what it means that Tom Brady was uh, signed and then here's uh, the Jameis quote one thing you can learn about me is my faith. I have tremendous faith in my Lord, and one thing about Tom Brady is it's understood that he's the GOAT. For you to get replaced by Tom Brady in a city that you love so much, I guess that's kudos to me. I like positive Jameis. I guess that's kudos to me. You got replaced. You're unemployed. Winston also added, I'm going to have to play the Tom Brady's, the Patrick Mahomes, and all the other great quarterbacks eventually. That's how you win Super Bowls, and that's what I want. That's a good quote, so... Uh, I like it. Winston's long considered Brady an inspiration. The two met for the first time in 2017. Uh, Winston said it was an honor and a blessing to meet and play against him. He said, uh, I dream to be able to be the type of quarterback he is for our team. So he was also, uh, Jameis was also recently married to uh, longtime girlfriend Brienne Allen. I don't know anything about her, but we're gonna Google it. She's put some. She has put up with some shit over the years. It sounds like. Uh, yeah, 
Pro- yeah, it depends on how long time uh, that's been. <laughs> but probably. Anyways. Hmm. I guess cash that check, baby. You finally made it. Good for her. Good for yeah. Good for them. He proposed uh, in May 2018, the same year they, that she gave birth to their first child. Uh, the two had nice. met years earlier while attending high school in the Birmingham area. Oh, a little high school sweetheart. That's sweet. She played basketball at Rice. No shit. Yeah. How about that? Wow. That's lovely. An athlete and a brainiac. Res- well, that's to be determined. I guess you went to Rice. Well, I would, I'd say if you went to Rice, you, regardless of whether it was on a scholarship, I mean, if you got a scholarship to Rice, you're probably pretty intelligent. Oh boy! That's just my that's just my two two cents. Well, here, oh, do you want a uh, a non intelligent quote from Jameis? Okay. The main safety part about our wedding, just having our parents there, limited guests, me and Brian, we did cherish each other. We stayed three pe- three feet apart, and our minister stood right behind us. Winston said, but we were in the pool, and for my knowledge, here's the stupid part. Are you ready? And for my okay. knowledge, chlorine does help stop the spread of coronavirus. It was an amazing <laughs> event. <laughs> they were in a pool when they got married? Yeah, they got married in a pool, and apparently chlorine stops the spread of coronavirus. I have n- How could they I have not no idea if that's true. And, and I, that is I just, strongly disagree. That, that I strongly believe that that is probably untrue. That's science, Micah. Chlorine in pools save you. Jameis. Wow. I can't believe you got married standing in a pool. That's strange. But, you know, I guess... Pools uh, stop the spread of coronavirus, according to Dr. Jameis. I wonder if he was wearing a suit in the pool. <sighs> I sure hope so. Hope it had the right date <laughs> on it. All right. Uh, Either a suit or his birthday suit. Either way, okay. That sounds Onward. Dumb. Matt Rule, the new coach of the Carolina Panthers, former coach at Baylor and Temple, says Cam Newton release was more about Teddy Bridgewater's. Is this? Uh, he expressed appreciation for what Newton did for the organization. And um, he, uh, let's see, Rule says, I just think as we move forward, we thought this was the right time for us. We saw the opportunity to get Teddy, and we really felt like he's the right fit for us. We went ahead and made that call. Not an easy call, but one we thought was the best one moving forward. Three years, $63 million with Bridgewater. Uh, The same day, that was March 17th, the same day the team announced Newton had been given permission to seek a trade. and Newton, of course, disputed on social media and said, you forced me into this, which is always funny. Oh, Newton still a, has a quick, one year left on his deal here, with Carolina Micah. and has not signed with another team since, he, oh, he was then released March 24th. Okay, go ahead. Quick quick note here. There, uh, there, A lawn crew just showed up, and there are air blowers blasting. So if the audience is hearing... Uh, I can't hear anything. Hearing leaf blowers. It, they haven't got close yet, but chances are good that they will come near this the windows over here. So I'm... Trying to keep myself out of uh, earshot, but just please bear with us. Right. A uh, couple other things. The other quarterbacks currently on the Panthers roster, third-round pick from last year, Will Greer from Florida, who stinks, and XFL star P.J. Walker. I don't know how you can be an XFL star when the league only played five games, but uh, whatever. He was rules back. Wasn't Will Greer the guy that played it um, for West Virginia that one year, too? Yes. He threw the horns down. on. That's right. Yeah, he played at Florida and flamed out, and then he went to West Virginia. And, and tore it up, actually. Really so strong I take career. It back. He may not stink. Yeah. P.J. Walker, the XFL star, was rule starter at Temple before. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Wait, t- say that again? An XFL starter 
is now a, t- a starter at Temple this or vice versa? This article from ESPN. No, no, no. The XFL uh, refers to the third-string quarterback of the Carolina Panthers as XFL star P.J. Walker. One, uh, I don't I think you. anyone's an XFL star, and I don't know how it's possible to be an XFL star when they only played five games, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, what was that noise? Somehow a, a dog bone just fell from somewhere and landed on my bottle. Uh, I have no idea how that just happened. Anyways. Okay, a couple other things to talk about here. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, some other stuff. Let's go to basketball. Sources tell Woj, Chris Paul, Trey Young, Zach Levine uh, are expected to participate in an online game of horse Competition will also include a couple WNBA stars and fairly recent NBA alumni as well. Interesting. They have been doing a lot of that online stuff. How do you play horse? Like playing horse on NBA 2K? No, no, like in their backyard. Like I'll take a shot from oh, here. Oh, they, they will be doing the shooting themselves, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just kind of sounds, I'm, I'm into this. I'm into this. Are you picking up oh, the, I'm the leaf blower now? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's keep moving before the uh, leaf blower makes us all crazy uh i watched a documentary last night have you seen the scheme on hbo i have not tell me about it okay the scheme is about college basketball and the underground culture uh behind that sport okay and basically how uh how all these coaches how incredibly corrupt it is and and basically the only person that actually got sentenced was a guy who was sort of a player manager runner kind of guy who milked for what team well not for a team but he was in cahoots with uh will wade from lsu and and rick patino oh the he's an adidas guy right no he's not the adidas guy but he's the guy who connected the adidas guy basically ah it's uh that's the okay it's cool. a wild story i would definitely suggest you check it out uh, not that necessarily there are a lot of incredibly likable characters in the movie but uh, it's enjoyable. The scheme about the underworld huh? of college basketball. Yeah. Okay. And Will Wade, I'll check that out. The, the guy who is the coach at LSU still, which I did not know. I thought he got run out of town, is still there and is on yeah. camera just being the most, or is like on FBI wiretap just saying the most ridiculous shit about. Oh, and they play it? The wiretap? Oh, yeah. Tap? They're playing the wire. Like, watch the documentary just to hear Will Wade talk about how much money he can get these kids. Talk about the offers. <laughs> he can, like, it's amazing that he is on wiretap. Talking about, uh, just saying outlandish things, huh? Do they got Sean Miller on there? They do. Sean Miller isn't quite as over the top. His tape never came out. No, no, they have yeah. the tape. Um, the one that they wrote, the the one that ESPN Slayball wrote the article about. Yeah, they yeah. have that no, they tape play where he's tape. talking about getting them paid. Yeah, but they they're, okay. they're not as blatantly over the top. As he speaks in code, like he's a little smarter about it. it. Yeah, it's like literally, you're watching this like this is basically a mob movie. Uh, okay. Like the way they talk, it's like the Sopranos that that they talk, but they don't like really talk. <laughs> Nobody talks about, you know, like here's five thousand dollars or whatever. No, yeah, they don't say it like there's no smoking gun. There's they speak around it, but it's clear what they're referring to, right? It's it's incredibly queer. Clear. I gotta watch this. This sounds awesome now. Well, and the Will Wade guy is just like, and even the guy who's sort of the here. I'll pull up the the quotes here. Uh, the guy who's like at the center of this whole thing uh, is Christian Dawkins, who's like this young guy. Yes. Uh, this basketball figure. He used to work for a 
agent, but then he lost his agent license. So what he was going to go in and now I'm just telling you the whole movie, but he was going to start like a, uh, a company where he was going to give money to recruits and their families and then okay. funnel them. He didn't really care where he sent them for colleges, but then after he gave them money when they went to college, when they went pro, he would then funnel them towards his money management guys and then his old agency. So that was sort of... So he's he's catching them super early and getting them hooked for life by paying them to go to college. That's right. But there's, you know, it's also like not a, a great business model because there's nothing like I could pay, I could pay a kid from Texas. It's not binding, right? There's nothing yes, binding because exactly. it's Cause all you legal. can't hold him to it. Like he paid you to go to Texas, and then the guy can be like, "Fuck off." Well, it, well, yeah, and he wasn't. He made it sound like he wasn't necessarily like he was delivering some guys to colleges, uh, but and then the FBI gets involved. It's really a, a wild story. And Christian Dawkins, it's, that one out. you know, to, for me, it's not a surprise. The only people that, like, get arrested and getting shit for this are all black people. Uh, but that's a whole other story. Oh, is that what your is that your take? Yeah, but uh, Coach Will Wade, who uh, LSU came out and said on Wednesday that their basketball coach, uh, his employment status remains unchanged after a documentary included audio recordings in which Wade talked about making, quote, a strong-ass offer to sign a high-profile po- <laughs> high recruit. Uh, where is the, the comments? This sounds like a strong-ass movie. Documentary. Yeah, the the best part is Dawkins loved, like, here's, here's his quote about Wade. I think the only way you can t- interpret someone in a head coaching position saying that they made a strong-ass offer, they ain't talking about a scholarship offer, bro. 100% talking <laughs> about money. In the film, Dawkins even applauded Wade for avoiding criminal charges and keeping his job. And then here's the quote. Just the audacity. You've got to take your hat off to him, man, Dawkins said. He not only got didn't get charged with anything, not only did the government not uh, or not only did the government have all of this information and evidence and nothing was happening on a criminal level, he basically just said fuck you to the NCA and the university he worked for, and he still got to keep his job <laughs> and make millions of dollars. It's like the perfect storm. <laughs> Will Wade is definitely a fucking gangster for what he did. There you go. It kind of ties back to that gangster theme at the end there. Uh, Will Wade is like the most like hardcore. He's like Tony Soprano in this movie. He's only he's only <laughs> in it for like five minutes, but he's basically Tony Soprano. You got to watch it just for Will Wade, the last hour when you hear him. Respect to Will Wade. So, uh, there you go. Nice. That's a pretty good little review, Micah. Yeah, I feel like there was one other you thing. You could be though. a TV critic. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because we've been talking about a lot of TV on Mind <laughs> of Micah. And in fact... You scum. It, I've got an episode up today with me and Will DeFries and his wife Sally DeFries talking about Love wow. Island Australia on Mind of Micah. Ooh. It's on uh, Hulu. It is trashy. And uh, we watched uh, the first half of the season and then talked about it. Uh, we'll probably record sometime this week, uh, part two, including the recap. So if you haven't watched, you know, you can start watching if you want. Uh, it's not the best show in the world, but it's pretty entertaining. It's always good to get get together with Will and Sally and chat it up a little bit if, about trashy TV. If you've got as much time as most of America has on their hands at this moment. Isn't that the truth? Maybe check it out. Yeah, maybe you should. Yeah. Love Island, Australia. And then uh, I've, I've got something to, you know, I'm going to record it tonight uh, after we finish recording here. It's about Mike Gundy. You remember that fuck, don't you? I like Mike well, Gundy. I, He's still the coach at Oklahoma he State. He is, and I don't like him. And he is a moron. 
and he's made some some statements about how the university, the whole um, economy of the state of Oklahoma depends on college football and how college football has to come back with or without students on campus and all this crazy shit. And uh, he's a moron. And my man, Pat Forty, uh, who now writes at Sports Illustrated, uh, breaks him really? down in a way that I haven't heard in a long time. So if you want to hear that, check that out on Mind of Micah. That's coming Thursday. Forty was on Yahoo for the last couple of years. Yes, for for several years, but now he's with uh, SI dot com. He's like the the only professional writer there. That's a whole other story. That'll be part of Mind of. I Micah bet he well. is cashing checks. Boy. I hope so. Um, that's pretty much all I got, Brad. The, uh, Pretty good episode, Bob. Th- there's a headline in the Washington Post that says, The Secret Rocky IV-Inspired Recovery of Tua Tagovailoa, the NFL okay. Scraft's Most Important Prospect. So I haven't read that, but I'm excited to read about that. He's basically Maybe Rocky Maybe we can talk IV. about it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Is he training in the snow to fight a Russian? Apparently. All right, let's get that's out of here neat. before we go over 30 minutes. Uh, you got to Check out Mind of Mike. We'll be back at some point again later this week to talk about sports. Uh, Brad, indeed. Hit that music. You got anything else? Call the hotline 800-392-6344. DM us with stuff you want to talk about. Anything else, Brad? That's it and that's all, baby. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.